Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. I'm giving you a two-for-one today. Episode 47 of the Nino's Corner podcast, and I'm so excited to have this episode because you guys know, I told you guys from the start, this podcast is not just going to be about one subject. I'm a barbershop podcast. I want to talk about politics one day. I want to talk about music today. I'm going to talk about sports one day. I want to talk about how to be successful one day. I'm going to talk about entrepreneurship one day. But today, like I told you, I want to talk about music. I'm going to talk about this epic DJ battle that is coming out between DJ Premier, a.k.a. Primo, versus RZA, Saturday, April 11th at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Thank you, Swizz and Timbo, for doing this. These are probably two of the most, I'm not going to say underrated or underappreciated because they are very appreciated and highly thought of gods of producing when it comes to hip-hop but the average person who doesn't know hip-hop might not know who a primo is or might not know who a rizza is like they know who timberland is or like they know who neptunes is or like they know who a kanye is or a scott storch because they deal with a lot of pop artists also but primo and rizza architected a sound that was an amazing sound for hip-hop from the early 90s on. Matter of fact, probably the late 80s on, but let's just still, let's just start with the early 90s. First off, let's start with the Wu-Tang Clan. I look at, so last week I detailed the Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch, Scott Storch uh, battle. And I said Manny Fresh might be the only producer who had the weight of his whole label on his shoulders when it came to production. Let me go and retract that statement because let's look at what RZA did with the Wu-Tang Clan. And I totally forgot this. I'm so sorry for all my RZA fans because I'm a big RZA fan. I'm a big Wu fan. I was just so excited in the moment because I'm from Louisiana and I heard the whole Manny Fresh battle and I was excited. I thought he could have did better, but that's a whole other conversation. But let's go back on RZA. Every Wu-Tang album is all RZA production. Every member, nine members of that Wu-Tang Clan, the, every member's album, the majority of production was by was by RZA. So RZA made classics, guys, like Cream, Cash Rules Everything Around Me, Cream, Get the Money, Dollar Dollar Bills, y'all. He did that one. He did M-E-T-H-O-D. Man, can it all be so simple? Protect your neck. And then you look at different, um, he did... Um, uh, You're All I Need by Method Man with, with Mary J. Blige. All that I got is you um, by Ghostface. And uh, he brought in Mary J. for the video to do the the more, I guess, um, I wouldn't say pop look, but the more professional look with somebody more established in the album. Um, he did uh, the Triumph beat, which is one of my favorite. I mean, he's done everything. He's done ex- absolutely, you know, uh, Old Dirty Bastard, man, when he had the uh, shimmy shimmy y'all shimmy oh come my god oh baby i like i'm telling you man this dude carried this team's production on his shoulders and created the sound for this team and what i loved about riz's beats they were so dark they were so melancholy they were so 
just in your face gritty. All the samples weren't looped the best, but that was by design because he wanted you to understand that where he was coming from was not perfect. And that was intentionally done. I guarantee you it was intentionally done. Right. And he brought these nine artists that could all spit and they could verbally take your head off if they wanted to. And they were so dark, but they brought light to those records through the darkness of their verses. Think about that for a minute. They brought light to the records through due to the darkness of their verses. Gotta love it. You have to love it. If you don't like RZA and the Wu-Tang Clan, you're not. I don't know what you are when it comes to hip hop because they changed the game. It might be the greatest group to ever come out. Um, when you think about a group for hip hop, no disrespect to the NWAs and the Ron DMCs, but we're talking about guys. Everybody can spit and do their thing and hold their own. Wu-Tang might be the best. And this is no disrespect, like I said, to some of the great groups. And I'm from the South, so no disrespect to the Three Six Mafias. No disrespect to the Outkast. No disrespect to the Goody Mob and the whole Dungeon family. No disrespect to the Hot Boys and 8-Ball and MJG. And the ghetto boys, no disrespect to any of those groups, but what the Wu did was usher in a conglomerate of, of, of spitters, a whole group that could tear your head apart. Nobody's ever heard that before. I remember first hearing them, and it was the Protection Net record, and I was like, who the hell are these guys? You know, I'm a, I'm a young kid. I'm like, who the hell are these guys? Like, I ain't never heard them like this before, you know? I'm used to bounce music. I'm from Louisiana. We do bounce music. I'm like, what the, this is, I was like, at first I was like, what is this? And then I was like, what is this? This is great. So as you dig more into their catalog, into the records, you see how much of an influence RZA was into the hip hop community. He is essential. He is essential to the community. And hopefully one day as a producer alone, we got to get a producer Hall of Fame, guys. We got to get one. He should be for hip hop first ballot. If there is a first ballot Hall of Famer for hip hop, he's a first ballot guy. Now flip the script to DJ Premier, man, a.k.a. Primo. Gangstar, one of the most, let's keep this real, one of the most underrated groups of all time. And that's just real. A lot of people, if you're not a big hip hop head, um, you know, normal, average America, you can say Gangstar. They might not know who Gangstar is, but Primo and Guru were just an amazing uh, duo. And I say that, you know, were because, you know, so Guru is is long gone now. He's passed away. Rest in peace, Guru. But I mean, just an amazing group. And Primo was the same way. His beats, his samples, his loops were just freaking amazing. Uh, the way that he sampled his his rhyme his his sample pattern, you can tell when he was young. And the same thing with RZA when they were young, when they were doing their samples, you can tell they were a bunch of just they were looping, looping and putting their own sample. I mean, their own sounds on top of those. But as they got older, and I can kind of attest to this because I'm a producer also. As you get older and you get more seasoned in the game when it comes to production, you're able to know how to flip those samples a little bit better, how to chop the samples up. Um, you know, how to how to aggregate everything to make the sound just amazing. And they've they've done that and they perfected it. And it's almost like they had to cheat code because they were working with some of the greatest artists of all time. So when you're practicing with the greats, you become ex- like 
extraordinary just because, because you have to raise your level to the top five around you, right? We always talk about the top five, right? The top five people that that you're around is going to dictate the level of success that you have. Well, these guys were around some of the greatest hip hop artists of all time. Look at a guy like Primo. He could do J records. He could do Nas records. He could do his gang star records with Guru. And then he could flip it and do a record with Christina Aguilera. And then bounce back after that with Fat Joe and AZ and then go back to Christina Aguilera. I mean, just think about that for a hip-hop artist. Well, I'm sorry, a hip-hop producer that the average Joe might not know if you're not a hip-hop fan that has records with Christina Aguilera. And this is when Christina Aguilera was popping. I mean, she wasn't just like washed up Christina Aguilera or before Christina Aguilera was anybody. This was when she was hot. That's what he did. He is that guy. And he's going to shock a lot of people with some of these records that he's going to pull out, guys, on Saturday. I can't wait. I'm like a kid in the candy store. RZA, same way. He more so stayed to the community, stayed, you know, just stayed to the hip hop community, more towards his tribe. When I say his tribe, I mean the whole world. But the sound that he ushered in was was nothing short of amazing. I mean, it was wonderful. I love RZA tracks because it's just so gritty, guys. It's almost like, you know, I'm a kid from Shreveport, Louisiana, and the first time I ever heard a Wu-Tang record, I was like, I felt what it was like to be in New York, where they're from. I felt what it was like to be in the Shaolin, you know? It was almost like the first time I heard Ghetto Boys, I felt like I was a member of the Bloody Nickel. I felt like I was in Fifth Floor Houston, you know? So the first time I heard the Wu, I felt like I was in Shaolin. So, man, this is going to be an amazing battle, guys. I cannot wait to listen to it. I'm going to charge all the phones, the iPads. I ain't missing a minute of this. I might even get Instagram on the damn computer so I know my battery's not going to die because I got to listen to all this. Man, this is going to be freaking amazing. I can't wait to hear it. But on that note, guys, if I had to pick a winner on this, this is going to be hard. I don't know. I don't know who's going to win this because it just depends on, on on the format. It just depends on the format, guys. I don't know who's going to win this, but it's going to be, you know, I'm going to tell you who's going to win this. The fans, we're going to win this. This is going to be an amazing battle, man. The fans, we're going to win this battle because we're going to get two of the best producers of all time to showcase the world what they have so or what they have created and what they brought to this culture. And this is for the culture, man. I love it. I freaking love it, man. I cannot wait to see this and hear this. But guys, it is about that time, man. I am going to end this now. Or you know what? I'm going to go to a small commercial break. And then after that, we're going to talk a little bit more. All right, guys, and we're back. So I am so ecstatic about this because you guys saw my first book, Can You Love Me? A Memoir and a Tribute. Uh, Five-time number one bestseller on Amazon. Um, it is a book that has hip hop infused into it. It's about my life. It's a memoir about my life. It's a, and uh, it's a, um, a tribute to my mother. So a memoir and a tribute because she was a single parent raised by herself, had a lot of difficulties uh, doing it, but she made it through and here I am today. But hip hop kind of raised me too. So the hip hop songs that you know I, I looked at growing up, they kind of raised me and they kind of put me in position that I am today. I put in this book. And so they're like part of the soundtrack to my life. And I have two songs from RZA who 
that that are in this book. So the the start of chapter six, chapter six is titled You're All I Need. And that's Method Man featuring Mary J. Blige off the Takal album. That's a RZA joint. And then chapter seven is Triumph, Triumph, you know, by Wu-Tang Clan. And that is a RZA record, too. So it just goes to show you, like, like the level of, of intensity I have in this battle. I cannot wait for this battle to come out because I actually love these artists. So, guys, I just want to let you guys know it's going to be an amazing battle. Um, you guys know what I always tell you guys. Do you. Don't be afraid to fail. I'll grow your environment and understand your brilliance. Do you. And on that note, guys, I'm going to salute you guys. Let's get out of here and get ready for that battle on Saturday.